Warning, this podcast contains adult language, mature situations, impoverished main characters with an obsession for studying, five sisters who don't want anything to do with schoolwork, an immediate res opening, romance galore, and matcha-flavored tea. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 311, Barbecue Set Minus the Barbecue, Please. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Mong Review, some podcasts and bang reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing good and great. Things have been kind of awesome on our end. We're prepping for Anime Boston. We've got Endgame this month, and I'm really excited because it's April. Things are looking good, things are looking great, and you know, April showers bring May flowers, but so far April has been a lot of fun. Now, before I forget, uh, for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome. Sparkin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connectly enhanced narratives, which means every episode we talk about one to two t- manga titles, movie titles, game titles, depending on what podcast you're listening to, and we tell you the pros and cons about it, how the art style is, the characters are, the design work, the overall story, and if it gives you that feeling of completeness and if it's worth investing your time in or if you should just take it and burn it and throw it away. You don't have to agree with anything that I and my co-hosts say, but we try to be entertaining, educational, engaging, and most importantly, insightful. Changed it up a little bit, got rid of the non-bias, because let's be honest, none of us are non-biased. We have a lot of issues with this. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, YouTube, Stitcher, the PSN Network, and many other social media platforms, which you can see in our show notes. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com, or at Spirekin at gmail.com. And with that in mind, let's get on with the podcast, shall we? Because we've got all that out of the way. Yes. So, hope you guys are doing well. I'm excited. I'm really excited for how this month is going to go. And I'm really excited for this review because it's one of those ones that Greta and I have really been enjoying watching. We're actually doing an anime review where Greta is going to talk more about what she feels about this show. And... All that, I'm going to cover the manga aspect today, and I'm really excited because, well, it's an interesting premise, kind of. So, the manga we're talking about today that I spelled on that one, that only, The Wheel of Manga, was written by Negi Haruma and published by Kodansha, both here and in Japan. It is a sentence series that originally ran in Weekly Shonen Magazine from 2017, still coming out. There are nine volumes. And it is a harem romantic comedy school life series. It's been adapted into an anime, which is getting it's got its first season almost done. Hopefully we get a second season because otherwise Greta will go crazy. But the series is the quintessent sorry. The quintessential quintuplets or Gotuban no Hanayomi. It's a mouthful. You know, try saying quintessential quintuplets five times fast. Exactly. So, it is the story of Futaro Usugi. He's a kid who's got excellent grades. He's, like, number one in his class. But he's very aggressive towards other people. He's not, like, attacking them, but he's rude. He No one wants to talk to him, and all he does is study every day. And that's his school persona. When people talk to him, he's... Just very, get away from me, I don't want to deal with you. I do not suffer fools. And he studies to be the best he can be. But, 
as we learn, he is dirt poor. Now, what do I mean by dirt poor? He is so poor that he finds a loophole to get food. Like, he's like, okay, look, I, can, I only have 200 yen a day. And if I ask for rice, it's 200 yen. But if I buy the barbecue set and I tell him, don't give me the barbecue, I get, for 200 yen, besides rice, I get a fruit cup and I get a bowl of miso soup and I get all the water I can drink because the water is free. He is super poor and cheap. Why is he poor and cheap? Because his dad, Isanari, is a lazy and messy bastard who, after his wife died, he got them into a shitload of debt. Him and his little sister, Raiha, who thinks that Futaro hung the moon and stars. L you know, loves... You know, loves him so much. That's the big brother. Loves him and makes... His favorite food, even if it's not his favorite food. So, Butaro is someone who studies. He's poor. That's his shtick. And one day, he's walking to his customary seat. And this girl bumps him and takes his spot. And he goes, he's like, excuse me, this is my spot. And she's like, no, you can find somewhere else. And he's like, but this is my spot. I sit here every single day. They get into a little bit of an altercation. He eventually sits down in the seat that is... That, well... Sits down in the seat. She sits down next to him. And she ends up trying to talk to him. And be a little polite. She's a little rude, but she's polite. He notices that she spent 10,000 yen on her food. Not just a barbecue plate. But got extra shrimp, extra pork cutlets, ev extra everything. So as opposed to his $2 he spent, if we're going with the U.S. denomination, she spent $20 on her food and he's shocked by this like wow she must be rich and she's wondering what is he doing because he's not talking to her he's just looking at his note cards and she's like well, what are you doing uh, i'm studying well shouldn't you just be eating and talking well that's what i do i study and he's going over and she's like well you couldn't do that bad and because he, he had his test in front of him she grabs his test looks at it and he got a hundred she's like what you, you got a hundred uh well you know what um listen i need a tutor how about you tutor me? I'll give you some of my food. And he's like, no, I don't, uh, no thanks. He gets up, walks away. He's very rude and indecisive and says, you know what? You eat too much anyway. Not something you say to a girl. Girls are very, very uh, particular about things you say. And saying that they eat too much implies that you think they're fat. And that leads to a horrible, horrible mess. Pro tip. Be polite to everybody. So... Totally rude. Walks away. Gets a phone call from his little sister. And his little sister says, Hey, listen. You, we got a job. If you get this job, we can pay off our bills and we can eat. Hooray! Uh, and they're offering five times a regular rate. They want you to tutor somebody. Cool. Who do they want you to tutor? Turns out the person that he's going to be tutoring is, yes, that girl. It turns out that he is going to be tutoring Nakano... Ichika, or Itsuki, and he goes to his classroom, sits down, they and introducing the newest girl, Itsuki, and he's like, oh god, no, what have I done? Uh, you know what? She wanted me to tutor her. Maybe I can talk to her and I can be cool. And as he he tries talking to her, she just goes, hmm, because she does not want anything to do with him because she is very, I don't want to deal with it. You were rude to me. Fuck you. 
And he, he's like, okay, okay, I can make this work. So the next day he goes there. He's going to I'll offer her my seat. I'll apologize. I'll, I'll give her some food. I'll use some extra money. And then we can do this and I can make the money and life will be great. He goes. He sees her in the lunchroom. He offers to talk to her. She ignores him and sits down with a bunch of girls. He's like, uh, and she's like, I don't need to talk to you. And as he's trying to figure out what to say, one of the girls sitting down talks to him and says, oh, do you like uh, Itsuki? Well, you know what? Big Sister could help you out. And he's like, uh, Big Sister, you're like the same age as me. That's kind of weird. Walks away. He doesn't know what to do. And this other girl shows up. This girl introduces herself as Yatsuba. And she is dumb as a brick. And she's like, hey, how you doing? This is... You know what? Uh, which of these tests is yours? Is it the one which has a hundred on it or the one which has a zero on it? And he's looking like, you serious? He takes his test back and he's like, well, you know what? You should say thank you. And he's like, I'm not going to say thank you. You're just weird. And he ends up tricking her because, like I said, she's kind of a moron. Tricks her, walks away. He's trying to figure out what he's going to do. And he bumps into this other girl. This girl with long hair and these butterfly barrettes. And she immediately says, what are you doing? Are you stalking me or something? Really rude. Doesn't know what he's doing. He bumps into another girl. This girl's wearing headphones. And he, she's talks to him a little bit. He can't get a read on her. He's a little weird up, but it doesn't matter. His focus is Itsuki. I'm going to go to Itsuki's house. We're going to study. And it'll work out. I apologize. So he ends up running into these Itsuki with these group of girls... He's like, uh, what the hell's going on? You know, uh, can I talk to you a minute? She ignores him, goes into the building. He ends up showing up the building, which is completely, like, super rich. There is a concierge, and there's actually a keypad. You have to have either a key or you have to enter in the right number to get into the apartment. He sneaks in, runs upstairs, gets beats her to the her door by running up 23 flights of stairs while pondering what the hell's going on. Who are all these crazy people who are bothering him? You know, you have the girl who was teasing him. You have the girl who was completely bitchy to him. There was a girl he couldn't get a read on. And then there was that dumb girl who was being, who was just confusing. Gets to the door, talks to Itsuki, says, look, I'm your tutor. Because um, she's like, get away from me. I'm waiting for my tutor. He's like, look, I'm your tutor. I'm sorry for what I did. Please let me work with you. And she's like, no. And they sees the girl's like, whoa, that's a stalker. And... Dumbledore's like, oh, he's a stalker? Really? Itsuki, you're a stalker? Or, or not Itsuki, um, uh, uh, Futaro, you're a stalker? He's like, no, 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 I'm not a stalker. And it's like, that's weird. All five of you friends live together? And then he realizes, and they're like saying, friends, they're my sisters. We're quintuplets. And the series begins. One thing I forgot to mention is that the series actually opens up in medias res. Uh, it is Futaro's wedding day, and he's talking about how the day he met his bride was an amazing day. It was also a nightmare. So we know that, and we see his bride, we do not get a name for his bride, because his bride names all of the girls. There is Itsuki, Yatsuba, Miku, Nino, and Ichika. So we have no idea who his future bride is. We know he gets married to her, and that is the series. The series is him courting and... Falling in love with one of these five girls. Each one is very different. And also he's trying to help them to graduate. Because 
their dad is paying him to help them graduate, and if he does not help them graduate, he does not get paid. And each of these girls are very different, and they hate studying. When he tries to get them to help him study, they run away or they trick him, and each one's different. You have Ichika, the oldest, who she's totally flirting with him, and she's she wants she's a little different. After the second volume, you found she wants to be an actress, and she wants to be different than her sister. She also has short hair and doesn't wear any accessories, so you can tell who she is. She's the short-haired one. Then you have Nino, who is the one with the butterfly barrettes in her hair. And she apparently has poor vision, and she is a bitch. Her whole thing is she thinks that Futaro is an interloper, and she goes to really mean lengths to get him away from them. She tricks him. She poisons him. She has some sort of issues. Also, she's the one who kind of finds out a little more about him than she needs to. Then there's Miku, the best girl in my opinion, the middle sister. She's the one who's wearing the headphones. She's super quiet and passive, but her thing is that she is into uh, warlords in samurai era Japan. Japanese history. She also drinks matcha soda, which sounds really weird. Green tea soda, but she likes it. And she's the one that gets closest to Futaro first. She's the one that I think he should end up with because she really, really likes him, and he's the one that she kind of wants to better herself for. She wants to better herself for him. Next one is Yatsuba. She, she likes everybody. She's the dumb one. She's, she has a ribbon that makes it look like she has bunny ears, and she's cheerful and sweet and just kind of, well, put it this way. She gets 0% on every single test she gets, and she's either completely oblivious or she just thinks things way too far. She's kind of like Osaka, if Osaka was good at sports. I'm talking about Osaka from Azumanga Dial. And then last, we said Itsuki, the youngest. She's... She has these two star um, barrettes in her hair, and her hair is kind of in a weird swirly pattern. Also, she has... She's the sundry bitchy character. Her and her and her sister... Her and Nino are my least favorite. I don't like them. I hope they don't make it that they're, they're the ones that he ends up with. I really don't. I just... Because the whole thing is that Nino's trying to constantly sabotage him. Itsuki's like, I don't want to deal with him at all. You know, I can do this on my own. You upset me because we had an argument and you called me fat, so I'm not going to deal with you. And as the series goes on, as the manga goes on, we start to see him winning over each one. The first one, like I said, Yatsuba, she is wants to learn from him, but she just is stupid and she constantly is tricked by Nino to go away. Like, Nino be like, oh, yes, well, listen, the basketball club, they need someone to help him out. It's like, oh, they do? I'll help him out. I promise I'll help him out. Yay! And then she walks away. And then you see him actually learn, figure out that Miku is into feudal Japan, and he actually studies an absurdly amount to learn what she's into and to be able to talk to her and work it out. And from there we see how it works. Is each one, they think that they are, you know, one-fifth of, like, the sum of a whole the sum of a whole. Each one of them together is one person. They think they're all the same, they're all carbon copies, but Futaro is able to tell them, no you're not. Each one of you is very different. If you were exactly the same, all your answers would be the same and it would be easy to figure out, but you're all very different. You're identical physically, but you have various different personalities. 
and he starts working with them on that because each one has their own intelligence. You know? It's them working with him and him working with them to better themselves and to fall in love with them. The art is pretty good. It's a little whimsical. I do... At first, you can't tell the difference between the sisters. They look too similar and it does go to great effect when they're tricking him. Like, they will actually change their hairstyle or put on different accessories to trick him and be like, oh, you're Nino. Oh, wait, no, you're not Nino. You're you're Miku. How'd you trick me? Ah! And so on and so forth. It's a running gag. And we have to see where it's going to go. Uh, I don't know where it's going to go. Uh, we do know the end point. The end point is that he's going to marry one of the girls. The question is, which of the girls is he going to marry? Um, do I want to know? I kind of do. And I do like that there are little things that we learn. Like, at first you think Futaro is just very milquetoast, study boy, very intelligent. But you find out that the reason why he's intelligent is that he used to be a bad boy. He had an ear-piercing, dyed hair... And he met a girl when he was younger, and the girl made him want to better himself. Turns out the girl is one of the quintuplets when they were younger. And that's something you find out Nino is Nino likes bad boys, and she sees a picture of this bad boy, this kid, and she doesn't realize that's him. So it's she's into this bad boy, and yeah, that gives Nino a reason to like him. Even though I really hope that Nino's not the one he ends up with, because... She's too bitchy, in my opinion. I know a lot of people who like her, but... So the art style is great. The characters are enjoyable. Each one is very different, even though they're drawn the same. And I love that. They are very diverse. You can tell each one apart by what they do and how they they act. And I love that. It's got a lot of world building. Uh, There aren't a lot of background characters except for the family. And that's a little weird. I mean, I would have liked some more other characters. I mean, you do have the PE teacher who is there to be an authority figure. There's a whole gag involving a ribbon. But you don't have any of the other characters there uh, so far. I think later on you may have uh, someone who likes the girls who gets into conflict Futaro. But for the most part, the characters we deal with are their dad... His family, and then this creepy director that works with Ichika that's, he's kind of weird and a little, like, shady. Like, she's doing films, but, like, he that's his, uh, her agent, whatever. He's kind of creepy looking. But that's it. I would like to see more development with that. I do like this, though. I really do. You know I like harem series. I've talked about how I enjoy a lot of them. Some are really generic. This is one that is very different, and I do love that. For that reason, I have to give uh, the quintessential quintuplets a bar from a friend and don't return unless offered Pocky. It's really good. It doesn't seem to be falling on a lot of tropes that a lot of other harem series follow. You do have a variety of girl, and I do like that, but they're all very different. It's not just they're in one position. Yes, Nino is a bitch. But also, she's the cook character. It's not She's not just the one. They, each of them have different abilities. Like, you have that Miko, yes, she is the, the history buff. But also, she's someone who is also the bad cook. And she's the passive one. She's not the angry, aggressive uh, tomboy. The angry, aggressive tomboy is also the one who's trying to lose weight all the time. Trying to improve herself all the time. And the dumb one... 
she's also, like I said, she's Osaka, but she's active. So it's a combination of different characteristics that make them all fully developed. And I love that. Even Futaro is fully developed. Like, you'd think he's Milkto's character, but no, he's actually multi-layered. And I love that fact. That he is trying to bet he is very multifaceted even though he has that same goal of trying to tutor the quintuplets and it fails miserably every single time it's like this will work this time no it will not but we do know it's going to eventually progress somewhere i do want to read more into this and um except for those little tiny complaints like i said i feel that uh nino could be dropped down a little bit also there's not as many background characters i do like the series and I'd say Bar for Friend Don't Return Us offered Pocky our second highest rating. Check it out. Um, yeah. I think that's all I could say about this till we actually talk about the anime, because I could get further into it, because I only read the first two volumes. And I do want to read more. We watched the anime and it's gone a little further into it. It did get into kind of a story arc, which I don't know if it's in the manga or not. I'll have to read further and see, but Anywho, so with that in mind, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrocket.com. You can email me personally at zanspyrocket.com, Facebook, Twitter, all those other things that are in our show notes. And let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is Spyrokin's Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What we're going to do is we're going to spin the Wheel of Manga, whatever number it lands on. That's what we're reviewing the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, episode 312. And we've got some great titles on the list this month. We have some, well, we have a lot of Samurai Era stuff. We've got a JoJo's on there. We've got one which is involving mascots that are homicidal. And we've got one about insane people who wear masks that try to kill people. So let's spin as you're reviewing the next episode, shall we? Kind of excited. Number one. Wow. So in the next episode, we're going to be reviewing High Rise Invasion. The series about homicidal people wearing really trippy masks. I guess that's it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoy. And uh, I'm Zan. And I'm Gonsville. See you guys next time.
から始まった。きっとあの日から決まってた。